Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You are listening to the Arash Markazi Show on a new generation of radio. The all-new and mightier 1090 AM. Welcome back to the Arash Markazi Show on the mightier 1090 in Southern California and 98.5 The Fan in Las Vegas. Again, a big win for the Clippers last night. It's got to be a big win when you're a 500 team. You're trying to get into the playoffs. Big game last night for the Clippers. Let's now hear from a few of the uh, folks involved last night in that big win for the Clippers against the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, I'm going to play for you some sound now from uh, head coach Ty Lu, Paul George, Luke Kennard, and Isaiah Harkenstein right now. Okay, how, like, what's the key for your verticality? Like, where did you feel like you made the biggest jump in terms of how you defend the ring over the last uh, couple of seasons? Um, I think you just watch a film. I mean, in the offseason, I watched um, actually a lot of Draymond stuff. So um, just what he does on the defensive end and also on the offensive end. Um, I think that helped a lot to see when he rotates. I think there was like a a Kobe. You know when Kobe did that, like where he like um, reviewed the players and like watched film and stuff. So I watched some of that and how he defended, and I think that's helped me a lot so far. And um, I didn't have very Kelly in the last one. That one was a foul, but the other ones I don't really know about. When did you start watching uh, the? The, the series um, I mean, I watch a lot of film in general, especially in the off season. Um, and so I think that was one of the things where I thought I, I could be really good at just protecting the rim, um, being vertical, um, then trying to get my fouls down. And so I think that's helped a lot, um, just staying vertical. And um, I mean, tonight, what was it? 13 minutes, 6, I don't know how the hell that happened, but but normally, I, I, normally I've gotten a lot better in uh, staying vertical and not found. I, I mentioned just how happy he was in court to fuck up the way the offense played a ton in Sacramento in that yeah. quarter when yeah. he was the offense just totally dried up. Yeah. What was the, the point of emphasis you guys had yesterday, you guys discussed about what to change from that performance? Um, just moving the ball. I think that's the bigger thing, biggest thing. Spacing. I think um, sometimes we be um, getting each other's way. I think that's the biggest thing. I mean, starts. I mean, bigs be getting guards' ways, guards be getting and vice versa. And I think sometimes, especially when P gets in the block, we were just standing and watching, and that makes it really hard for him. And I think that's where some of his turnovers came from. Was just we were just watching, so it was more on us than on him. What's it like coming coming here playing in Portland? Where your dad's from the state? Like, does it does it mean anything for you? Um, yeah, it means a lot. I mean, I think just growing up, I was a big uh, Portland fan, and I think this was the first first time I went to NBA games. So every time coming here is great. And then um, my uncle and my aunt were at the game, so just playing in front of family is always a great experience. But uh, do you have a memory that kind of stands out about those those uh, players? Um, to me, it was just I love basketball, and it's just seeing guys like Rand Roy, one of my favorite players back then, Marcus. Um, I think to me, it was just fun being at the game, being in the atmosphere, and then now playing playing here. Is, um, sometimes you just got to be grateful for where you are. I think I can get a lot better, but um, sometimes you just have to be grateful for the situation you're in. 
Yes. You didn't go to, uh, obviously, you just grew up and, and had so much of your career in Europe for the yeah. league. Uh, like, but if you would have played college basketball, where would you, where would you have played it? Um, I mean, I was thinking about it for a bit um, before I made a decision to stay over there. I think it was like Oregon, Gonzaga, Duke, and like Arizona. It's a funny thing, actually. Um, before, before I went there, I was thinking about going to Duke, and then Harry went there, and now I was like, I'm just going to stay. No one doing the country didn't make a lot of sense back then. So I think everything worked out perfectly, and uh, I'm in a situation now where I feel comfortable. I mean, T. Lou's been um, great for me. I think the whole organization in general has just been the best situation I've been in so far. Yeah, Frank is playing rotation this. Yeah. You know, I remember talking about how he's, he's so energetic. He almost has the same from himself sometimes. Yeah. What's he been like playing along with him since you guys established a fairly routine yeah. unit? Um, that's been good. I mean, I like his um, how aggressive he is. I think that's that's a big thing. I mean, it's hard sometimes when we don't really practice on the defensive end, so it's not like. When something happens on the defense, and it's more like we have to help and talk to him. But I mean, we don't practice really, so it's so you're just getting thrown out there. Have to do a defensive scheme that you've never done before. So I think, but in general, he's doing a great job being aggressive. I think that's sometimes what we need off the bench is someone to score, and I think he's been doing a great job so far in that. Is there a way that like how's he related to brain codes? He started to play a little bit more, and with Luke starting, we don't know how long Luke is going to start. But I mean, we saw Brandon kind of play a little bit of what Luke does off the bench, catching and shooting. Yeah. Um, obviously, he's very young, very yeah. rookie. Like, how are you kind of related to him? Um, I mean, I think just in general, um, just looking back of when I was a rookie, I think um, just talking to him about certain stuff I see, and um, he's been doing a great job listening. I think. That's one of the biggest things what I, I love about him is he listens. And I think a lot of rookies nowadays is you try to tell him something like, no, I got it. Like, no, I got it. So just when I'm talking to him, he listens. And I think that's one of the best things you can do as a rookie is just learn from different people. And that's why I did my whole career. I had vets in front of me that have been through it. And I just try to learn as much as I can. So I think that's been the most positive thing I've seen for him so far. Thank you, guys. Um, pick and choosing spots. Um, you know, I thought I was, uh, just efficient from the standpoint of, uh, limiting my dribbles. What do you, how do you feel about your post game right now? Because you're, especially when you're playing two days, obviously you're a huge card, but I mean, even when you're at the three, you know, that's, you're still a bigger than a lot of these guys. We're trying to guard you, and you have that kind of advantage. You can know, you don't always see you see ball handling, playing the um, ball handling, the pick and roll, uh, facing the basket, driving. Um, like, how does being playing with your basket, basket change your your uh, offense? Um, not much. I mean, you know, I still want to be a, a scorer and a playmaker from that spot. Um, so you know, it's 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 no different as you know if I'm a pick and roll. Um, I'm just playing on the perimeter in general. Um, you know, I still want to just be a playmaker in the sport from there. And so um, I feel playing out of the post is, makes the game a little bit easier because um, for a second there, I have a quick quick second to uh, 
quick play um, before the double team comes or another man comes over to help. Um, so it just gives me a, a, a chance to, to play one-on-one uh, in, in those positions. be some some uh, clips that we could show where we you know weren't in the right positions but um for the most part I thought we did uh, a better job uh, especially when you compare um, tonight against the sack game um you know so I, I thought you know that was um something that we knew going into tonight that we needed to be better at um just getting into our spots and, and you know executing um, so I thought we did better tonight yeah, I mean, he's a, a, you know, floor spacer um, and, uh, you know, he can be instant offense, uh, especially when he gets hot um, and uh, just another guy that can create, you know, opportunities with his shooting. Uh, so, you know, it was good to have him out there. Um you know, it's it's uh, we got to continue to work on uh, you know our chemistry with that first unit. Um, but you know, I thought he did a great job tonight. Thanks, Pete. Appreciate it. I mean, because they're good NBA players. I mean, so he's got a bigger opportunity, you know, a bigger role. Um, you know, Powell can score the basketball, um, and we know Nurk can score the basketball as well. So um, we just gave them more touches, you know, more opportunities to score the basketball. And like I said, the second half, we got to go to the blitz with Powell to try to keep the ball in his hands and so he couldn't keep getting down downhill. So, um, like, yeah, they're, they're good players. It's not like, you know, I never missed a damn CJ and Simons, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, Nurkic and, and Powell are two pretty good players as well. Mulling over decision making for Luke and Isaiah, obviously, have that team. Yeah, just moving in, uh, get some more shooting in that first lineup, and then uh, get him out early, and then bring him back with Isaiah in the second unit as well. So, you know, play in the first six minutes, get him out, and bring him back the last two minutes of the quarter. So, it was good for us. You know, something was good. We just got to continue to keep working on it, and we'll be fine. What was it like just, uh, I mean, obviously, you really had to go and, um, inside. You had to use all three centers. Eventually, like, you know, how, how did you kind of go with your feel on who should be in the game at a certain time? Looks like you got something from everybody at some point. Yeah, it's not about feel. I think, um, like, you know, Zuka had been a little bit more physical. Um, so, you know, Isaiah came in, did a good job. We got in foul trouble, so we went with Surge, you know, um, Surge to try to give us a lift. And, um, like I said, it's going to be one of those nights. Guys are in foul trouble. Some guys got to go on, you know, offensively, and you got to play different guys. So, like we said, we got to do it by committee, and, um, you know, we got the job done. When did you decide to use your timeouts before, like, the three-minute mark? Because we saw the offense was having one of those lulls, and uh, you, for the most part, you kind of let it play out. Um, and, 
coming out of Portland, signing out inside three minutes, that's when y'all got the separation y'all needed. Mm-hmm. So for you, like, what, what kind of, when do you decide that you need Are we getting bad shots? Are we getting bad shots? Are we getting good shots? Um, do we get a stop before that last three minutes before we lose the timeout? Do we get a stop before we go down in transition? Um, it all plays a part, you know. So if we got a little momentum and we getting good shots out of the offense, then sometimes I tend not to use it, you know. But if guys are tired, you know, we need to take one and to get our rest, then we'll do that as well. So, you know, all we really need is two going down the stretch on those last three minutes. And um, come out of timeout, we execute, you know, Good down the stretch. PG got his open shot, and then you know the slip with um, Isaiah when Reggie hit him for the dunk at the end. So um, it all it's all over the field. Not as much, but we still had some. You know, we still got you know keep cleaning up, and the, the game's not gonna be perfect. I'm not gonna say that you're not gonna play random basketball at all. You know that's gonna happen, but just limit limit the, the um, possessions when we got you know 15, 16, 17 a game. That's tough to play. Like you have four or five a game, then you know that's to be expected. But we just gotta make sure we're organized. You know, we get to our right spots. Um, I thought we got some good shots. You know, some things are rushing transition, which I didn't like. We gotta, you know, get better with that. But in the half court, I thought it was pretty simple, pretty, pretty, pretty easy to make the right play. Do you describe how surges in place in the rotation? Obviously, they've been second half, second half, first half here. Bring them in, need some help, like you said. Is he just sort of use break glass in case of emergency? What's the procedure? I will see. How would you, how would you, uh, Captain Morris, Paul's uh, performance tonight? I mean, we didn't make it three, but like, he looked like, especially as the game, you know, especially in the fourth quarter, he was getting to his spots. And yeah. Obviously, he had, a, he had enough to finish and close the stand out. Yeah, I thought, you know, he started off early on, didn't shoot the ball well. I think he was, what, two for seven and a half time, I think. And then, you know, he ended up seven for 18. So, I mean, seven for 11 to finish the game. So I thought in that fourth quarter, you know, he made some big shots. Um, they went zone. We got him into the middle of the zone. He made a couple of tough plays in the middle of the zone as well. And so, you know, that's what that's what he's supposed to do. You know, close the games, and he did that for us tonight. Are you going to like? How how do you determine whether you look for more opportunities to use his, his post game is back to the basket? You saw a lot of that with Marcus when he was at the three, and now obviously he started um, a little bit more conventional tonight. But it seems like he's he's starting to use more of that. Um, you got to score more facilitator. Um, just to slow the game down a little bit, I think to post him, you know, gave him in sweet spots where he doesn't, he doesn't have to use as much energy, you know, dribbling on basketball and trying to create his own shot. So, you know, with him being 6'9", if we can get him to the elbows and get him to the mid-post area where he can just, you know, one, one dribble, raise and shoot or jab shot um, where he doesn't have to use as much energy, then we try to do that. So it all depends on what kind of game it is. If he's having a... You know, one of those games in the pick and roll where it's not good as far as the ball handling and, and passing, then we'll get into more isos. And um, with this team blitzing him tonight the way they did, um, we just had to get him, you know, more isos um, in his sweet spot. He was able to deliver. Could you put Brandon in those early rotation with the starters? I guess that's to protect him defensively. And, you know, offensively too, because he might start doing too much. <laughs> so if you got PG or Reggie out there and Marcus to kind of, you know, settle him down and calm him down a little bit. Um, that's good for him. But like, I, th- I thought he played great, you know, just taking his open shots, made three threes, aggressive attacking the basket on closeouts. And then defensively, you know, hustling back at one time, got the, got the um, deflection. And so, like, he's only going to get better, you know, um, three for six from three, 13 points off the bench, you know, for a rookie. Um, that's pretty solid. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a little different. Uh, you know, there's, a, there's been a few games this year where I've been in with that unit, like, towards the end of the game. <laughs> 
Um, so I kind of know like my role um, within within that starting unit. Uh, but I think it, it kind of just spaces the floor out a little bit, um, just allowing guys to attack um, and get get down in the paint, make make plays. Um, and I thought I thought we did a really good job of that tonight. That's been kind of one of our key um, like teaching points of getting in the paint, um, making the right reads, um, kicking the ball out um, to the to the open guy, and just and just uh, getting the right shots. So. Um, you know, I thought we did a really good job of that tonight, you know, especially to start the game. What's the how would you describe just just for you, uh, and depending on whether who you're playing with, the biggest differences between you as a starter and you coming off the bench? Um, I mean I I don't know if there's like a, a huge difference. You know, I think like for me, um, you know, with the second unit, um the ball might be in my hands like a little bit more, like coming off you know, um, like some, some handoffs or some, some pick and rolls even. Um, but, uh, you know, kind of with that first unit, um, just spacing the floor. I mean, still coming off screens and stuff and, and being aggressive because uh, that's what that's what they want me to do. But um, just kind of spacing the floor. And, you know, it might, like for me, I, I feel like I could um, – I kind of get some, some more easy looks because um, there's so much attention on, like, oh, my – PG and Reggie and um, you know even even Marcus uh, in there just attacking everything and uh, you know just the threat that that they bring with with having the ball in their hands. So for me, just being in the right spot, spacing the floor, and just being ready to shoot. What does spacing the floor mean for a player like you? I mean, obviously you're a shooter, but is that like you need to hurry up, get fill your lane, and, and transition? I mean, like. You know, when there is a set play, just making sure that you're running off of screens a certain type of way. I mean, or is it just being where you're supposed to be and that's it? Like, is this, is it more like shooting or is it where you are? Um, a lot of it is like where you are. Um, I think for us, like transition wise, um, for me, spacing the floor is sprinting down to the corner and getting like in the right spot. Um, that's been another big thing for us is just running, you know, not just jogging up and down the floor, um, especially in transition. We want to be a better transition team. We want to be a team that attacks in transition and, and get some easy, easy baskets. Um, so for me, spacing the floor is just, yeah, get, getting in the right spots, um, spreading the floor in transition. Um, coming off screens hard, uh, maybe either you know for a shot or if it's kind of like a, a decoy kind of thing. Uh, we ran some of that tonight, um, and Tilu drew up another incredible play uh, to get Isaiah a layup there towards the end of the game, which was a big play for us. Um, and I was kind of you know we kind of had some like some fluff action going on on the backside. So yeah, you know it's just. You know, making making plays for other guys, whether you have the ball or you're moving off uh, without the ball. Um, so yeah, just being in the right spots for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, th I still think we we got some pretty good shots um, that we wanted to get there in the fourth. Uh, some that you know we usually make, but you're not always going to make every shot. All right, so that was Ty Lu, Paul George, Luke Kennard, Isaiah Hartenstein talking about the Clippers' big win last night against Portland. Again, I really love the way that this, this team is playing. No one gave them much of a chance at the beginning of the season. 
but they're playing together and they beat the Lakers. By the way, they had four losses in five games and their one win was on the Lakers home court at Staples Center. You got to give them some credit for that. So I'm not saying that they're going to win a championship right now, but this team finds a way to play together. Kudos to them going on the road. Tough place to play, quite honestly, getting a win there. So, you know, I'm not saying the Clippers are going to win a championship, but I like the way that they are playing right now. All right, let's leave it there for today. Let's do it again tomorrow. Until then, this is Arash Markazi saying stay safe and stay healthy. The Arash Markazi Show on a new generation of radio. The all-new and mightier 1090 AM. So it's hard to knock it. Everybody got their own thing. Currency chasing worldwide through the hard times. Worrying faces. Shed tears as we bury brothers close to heart. What was a friend now a ghost in the dark? Hard part about it. Brother got smoked by a fiend. Trying to floss on him. Blind to a broken man's dreams. A hard lesson. Court cases keep them guessing. Plea bargain ain't an option now. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.